Hey, y'all. I'm Rob. And I'm Erica. And you're listening to Pumpkin Spice and Nothing Nice Podcast. This is episode 12.999, Foie Gras Faux Pas. you look gorgeous what is this thank you so much i'm so glad that you asked um i woke up about 45 minutes ago and i had cpap mask marks all over my face and i was like oh gosh we can't we can't record like that so i slapped on makeup so if my contour looks really good just know that it's actually um where my cpap mask was in in cpap queen i love it thank you we like a healthy queen (laughs) so when i texted you a second ago (laughs) i'm like so what's the sitch i thought you were going to respond with oh i'm getting ready or just give me a second no you responded immediately with the link and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) so i'm still getting like my life together because i'm like well damn she was red day all red day now i need all red day <laughs> and my hairdo is that I took a shower um yesterday or whenever and I just went I didn't dry it. So this is uh what my hair looks like. Girl, I was gonna comment about the the curls. You got the curls going on today. Yeah, I'm naturally curly. hmm Indeed. Oh, there's that. Indeed. I'm naturally mo, and only some people will get that. hmm But um what's like new a- is my lipstick. Mm, it's a pretty color. It's like a it's like a nude esque. So it's like um the darkest shade I think I've ever worn. I don't typically wear lipstick. I wear like lip gloss. If anything, that's it because I don't do lipstick well. But I like this. I kind of have like a '90s mom going on. You you but you very much are in like mom mode, but it's like subtle. It's thank you. It's cute. It looks good. I like it. You know, like it. I got a lip liner too, and so I'm wearing the lip liner. And I had half a mind just to wear the lip liner and then put lip gloss on, and that would have been pretty. But I was like, no, we bought the we bought the lipstick. Let's wear the lipstick too. This was a random um, Publix purchase. We were strolling the aisles, and I was like, you know what? I would like to get some lipstick. That is completely random, and I love that for you. My uh, grip husband was like, um, "Didn't you just spend two hundred dollars at Ulta? Because you know, I got a gift card. It's a, it's the best time of the year with with my Ulta gift card from my mother in law." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I didn't. I only spent some of it, and I have some left. But we're here now at Publix, and this is Publix and this lipstick, color. and it's and this much color is cheaper." Calling me. And it's much cheaper than Ulta, okay? It's much cheaper than Ulta. Yes. So anyway, that's that's my face. No, no shade on the Ulta, but okay, no Ulta, but we were public moment. I was like, yes. It's like you think, what does two hundred dollars actually buy you at Ulta? And it's like five staple pieces at the most. Right. Yeah. At the most. Yeah, you get you get like two grains of eyeshadow, and then like um, the most minuscule swipe of some setting powder, and then poof, 
Lola's um, gone. But I do love, I got foundation and I got a um, concealer. And the concealer is like next to white. Like, you know how um, when you buy paints, it's like white or off white. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a breath between the two for my shade. I'll a breath between white and off white. And then I had the lady help me to pick out a foundation because the one that I originally thought was good on my, like on my hand, it was good. But then on my face, it was like, oh, we're not that white. But um, she helped me pick out some other ones. And I found one that I liked because I explained to her, I was like, look, um, my face is just kind of like a ball. And like, there's no point in trying to use um, con contour to like make this part disappear because, you know, it would just look like I had a black chin. Like I'd look like Puff. Um, for those listening, my bearded dragon, uh, I would look like Puff when he got mad. I would just have a black chin. They'd be like, what's wrong? What's happening with your chin? And I'd be like... You're not supposed to see it. That's supposed to make that go away. So I was like, listen, I just need it to match from my face to my neck because we're just not going to bother Ooh, pretending yeah. that it doesn't exist. I feel that. I feel that. And for those of you that are like watching this and you're like, what in the fuck is going on? Um, oh, we have um, things like planned, but we're on vacation, but we missed you guys. So we figured we would just record an episode in the meantime. So this we didn't is kind announce of... the vacation part. We just kind of went into it. Yeah. It was like an unexpected brumation. Unexpected. Yeah, brumation. I mean, the holidays were happening. Family time was happening. You know, seasonal depression and stuff were happening. And like, you know, it's good. We we did a good like run for a bit. We needed like a month off. You know, yeah. it's, it's totes fine. And lots of things have been changing since we've been on break. You know, and I figured mm -hmm. it'd be cool just to say hi and let people know what's up. Like. You know, what's up, y'all? Have you missed us? The four yeah. people that we talk to every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I'm, cooking, I'm cooking again on the Tiki Talk, so that's yes. cool. That's and I need cool. to do a shout out because she shouted me out. Uh, I told you about this in our call earlier, but uh -huh. there's a TikTok creator called Miss Pettigrew, and she is hysterical. But I mentioned about she was wearing beautiful makeup this morning and I mentioned that I am hit or miss with my makeup. It depends on the day, but I like to keep it spicy for our viewers because my voice is super sultry all the time, but my face, I can either look like you found me in a box or, um, Oh, there's a funny story about being found in a box. Anyway. Um, the point of the matter is, is that I don't always wear makeup. Well, I wore makeup today because you know, CPAP, but, um, the point of the matter is, is that she um, took a moment to shout me out and showed our Spotify page on her live that she was doing. And I was internally screaming. I know, right? Oh, my God. I was internally screaming. But it made my whole day. So uh, as I so burned thanks, Miss Pettigrew. That's what's so up. Thank you, Miss Pettigrew. You are hilarious. You are doing it. You are killing it. You are achieving all of your goals. And you know what the right things to do in your life are. And, and, and you can do this. And we love that for you. And yes. yes. Boundary Absolutely. queen. You did send me some of that creator's videos. Um, and she, um, I don't know if they identify she. specifically. She, she, her. she, her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, she is hilarious. Right. <laughs> and, I wish I that I could ever have any kind of wit like that. Any kind of quick back and forth. I, I'm not that fast. Yeah. That fast it's it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Sometimes you get in trouble because you're, you, you, you know, I'm spicy and my wit is quick 
but I'm spicy. And I can't always do what some of these comedians do and censor it to make it more age appropriate. So like it just word vomits comes out. And sometimes that word vomit can be offensive. I am Mm. too embedded with thinking before speaking because, you know, trauma, (laughs) Oh, trauma. Anyway, but um, yeah, so like there are times where I'm, my husband has started doing this non-filter thing and it's going to kind it's going to wind up in him um, being suffocated in his sleep. But it's like whatever pops into his head to say snotty wise, he just says it. And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, who the fuck are you? Because I'm going to fucking kill you in your sleep. I'm going to stab you in your scrotum and then we'll see who's got a quick wit. But anyway, instead, um, the other day at the grocery store, he said something. I was like, I'm going to I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to pop off with whatever pops into my head. Of course, I'm fucking not. Because I'm (laughs) slow to pop out things that come into my head. But like, I have an impulse control problem. And like, thank you, bipolar. (laughs) And if it's in my head, it's got to leave my head in some form or fashion. And I don't often have a journal handy (laughs) to write the shit down with. So I just say it. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not i just like to pack it into my spine someplace like whatever i should have said i just pack it into my spine it creates a new creek when i walk oh, oh. yeah oh, oh but see my therapist is talking to me about not bottling those things in so i you know i have to follow doctor's orders erica i am erica <laughs> cola if you didn't notice i'm erica cola <laughs> i am the bottling plant <laughs> Erica Cola Classic. There you Erica go. Erica Cola Classic. Uh, we're trying to be Erica Cola Diet. Diet. Erica or, Cola. Uh, zero sugar. Zero. <laughs> what? No, I, I don't think I can do that. Anyway, um, I eat far too many meringues. Um, that's also been my problem. I noticed uh, when I asked you about the chai tea business and you said it was pretty much sugar, I was like, oh shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the meringues that I finish off. For our household um but i can make a fucking mean meringue like i might not do bacon well or anything else but i can make <laughs> some fucking mean meringues like i am i am confident in my meringue abilities even I though the last ready. ones i made were flat i think you're ready to move on from meringues to macarons what is the difference in them because um the children are confused by that too okay so a macaron is a sandwich cookie right and the cookie base is meringue and then, you know, I'm not going to give the full recipe. You and I can talk because I want you to surprise people. But it's more than just egg whites. And then you can put a tasty little cream but in the sandwich. So you can do like a buttercream, a pastry cream. Well, pastry cream is a little loose. But you can do like a whipped Chantilly cream. <gasps> I do love Chantilly cake. Yeah. And you can put the, and it's a sandwiched cookie. It's different than a macaroon. What is a macaroon? That it's is just a, a cookie. It's a cookie that's made out of coconut. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then the macarons are, they look like crunchy whoopie pies. Yes. They're very vibrantly colored. Typically, yes. And they're delicious. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that I sent to you? That tree thing. It's a multi-layered, giant, ugly. Uh, it looked delicious, but the girl just couldn't make her meringue look pretty in its shape. You sent me something? It's a tiered it's a tiered thing. And you said don't put rosemary as a garnishment. And I was like, I would never put gar- rosemary as a garnishment. Oh yeah. The Christmas yes. thing. 
Yes, I don't recall exactly. I'll have to go back and look at that. I think it's an A word. I don't know. But anyway, I was like, I could totally make that because like <laughs> Queen of Meringues. Um, oh, yeah, it was that. Yeah, because it's basically meringue layer. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, but people who use ridiculous things like rosemary to garnish with, I think are like, I just don't understand it. And that's from a it's chef. Aesthetic. It's all aesthetic. Yes, but her, don't her garnish. content was aesthetic though. Yeah, but don't garnish food with shit you can't eat. Like you're not going to sit there and gnaw on a rosemary twig, you know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. I might, but I know what you mean. I do like <laughs> I like rosemary. I like the taste of rosemary. Yes, but you but still not with just... a cookie, not with but a you... cookie cake. Well, well, you can put rosemary in sweet things. There is a lot of aromatics that you can utilize with rosemary when it comes to sweet stuff. My my problem was not her use of rosemary in the recipe. My issue was her garnishing the fucking thing with twigs of rosemary what rosemary would you is, instead um edible flowers or something that isn't a stick because you can't eat rosemary twigs it's I a bush it. right mm -hmm. it'd be like chewing on a pine tree like you just can't <laughs> you can't do that it just is not edible and i find it tacky when people garnish things with things you can't eat that are not edible like that ridiculous that. little fucking parsley thing that people put on plates like back in the 90s and early 2000s like that made the plate look more presentable that little parsley, parsley bush spread. like what the hell is that why why bother dice it up and sprinkle it on top but don't just put a fucking mound of parsley on the side of the plate that's just ignorant. i do have to tell you something though and it is connected to what you just said about chewing a pine tree mm-hmm has the pinecone jelly hit your for you page at any point in the last like seven um, years? I am, you know, a big fan of Appalachian food and pinecone jelly is a thing. You can say that out loud, Erica. People can people can know that. I want to try the pinecone jelly. <laughs> There's something about it that I want to put in my mouth. And it's I I bet it's uncomfortable and I bet it's gross, but I sure want to say that I tried it. Uh, let's do it. Well, I mean, it's it's not the weirdest thing I've ever tried. So, I but mean. we're going to talk about that too. Um, this is for the listeners. This is um, an unscripted. Um, shit As if show. they couldn't tell, there's not a. There's... As if they couldn't tell, um, we uh, we just wanted to say hey and have some rambling for you. Um, so this is what we're doing. But anyway, we are going to mention um, foods that. Our band here, there, or anywhere, um, just as a, a, a talking point. And um, yes. So, oh, okay. Right. Go ahead. No, that's that's totally fine. The first thing that I kind of want to address is the fact that <gasps> a lot of our foods in the United States that are um, popular for us and that a lot of us know and love and cherish are banned completely in other parts of the world. Um, but there are also foods from around the world that are banned here i know and, one specifically but it's a candy what, what's the candy kinder eggs we have uh -huh. them now but, but originally they're not the same they were, they're, they're not, not the same, same. they're not the right. same kinder yeah because um, the government was like you'll choke on this something like that because there's a toy in them yes Okay, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start with foods that are banned in the U.S. or foods that are U.S.-based that are banned abroad? Um, surprise me. Go okay. eeny, meeny, miny, mo. 
Okay, we'll just I have a, the USA pulled up. So the, this is some sure. of the shit that is banned here in the United States that I think is really ironic. But what I also find weird is this may be an old list because I've eaten a lot of the stuff on this list here in the recently? United States. Yeah, recently. So I'm I need to find a date when this was published because like some of it just doesn't make sense. Let's see here. What is it that you always say? Seventeen seventy-two. Imagine it's seventeen. Where is the copyright date on this article, you guys? Come on now. Oh my goodness! They're not going to give me one. Okay, thank you, culturetrip.com, for not providing me with adequate information so that I can suddenly your your iPad is going to be filled with Trojan Trojan viruses. Well, thank thank goodness I use Apple products, and that's harder to do. Um, Okay. So anyway, it doesn't matter. This is coming from theculturetrip.com. And I know that theculturetrip.com started in like 2011. I'm just not sure when this article itself. um, Oh, I found it. This was published the day after Christmas this last year. 26 26 December um, 2023, I guess. Okay. So apparently haggis is banned in the United States. And I find that to be strange because I've eaten haggis in the United States. Um, and for those of you that don't know what haggis is, it's not my favorite dish by any means. And no hate to my Scots people. Y'all do your thing and I love dar. it. Dar, no offense to you, Dar. It's just, it's, it's most assuredly not for me. Um, haggis is the national dish of Scotland. Um, and it's banned because and this, the haggis I may have had may not have had this ingredient in it, which is why I was able to get it. But it was banned in 1971 in the United States because it is illegal in the United States to consume sheep's lungs. And haggis is a dish that is full. It's cooked in a sheep's stomach and it's full of things like barley and oats and organ meats. So things like lungs, heart, kidneys, that kind of thing. Right. And mm-hmm. we're not we're not allowed to produce sheep lung as food for human consumption in the Why? United States. That's a good question. I don't know. But there's a 1971 law that states food must not contain sheep lungs. Huh. Mm-hmm. So this one I've had, but it wasn't in the United States. But um horse meat is illegal to produce in the United States. The slaughtering of horses for human consumption is illegal, although it is not illegal to eat the meat. Make that shit make sense. Can you import it? I don't think you can import it, but um, I guess it's, you know, it's kind of like in the state of Ohio, it is not illegal to possess marijuana. It's illegal to purchase marijuana. Can you grow marijuana? I don't know. Um, you can medicinally you can medicinally procure it in the state of Ohio, but you can't just sell marijuana and buy marijuana. But you can consume it. It's weird. It's a weird law. I don't know. Um, black pudding. I think this is outdated because I've also had black pudding, and I actually enjoy black pudding. And I'm going to get really judged for this, but I have a sophisticated fucking palate. Okay. Okay. Um, black pudding is blood pudding. Um, and I was going to say. Yeah, it's very popular in like an Irish full Irish breakfast, full English breakfast. Black pudding is kind of a, a thing with that. Um, Whose blood is it though? It's typically you know sheep or cow. I'm not eating people sausage if that's what you're asking. Um, no, I wouldn't. Well, I would hope it wouldn't be. You know what? 
you're a professional chef. I, I can't judge you. I, not I. I don't know not what's I, required in professional chefery school. Uh, not that. Okay, not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, black pudding and other black and other blood cakes from around the world, such as um, Tihoa Koi from J Taiwan, are banned in the U.S. due to sanitary reasons. Is what I can saying. understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Kinder eggs are. Um, containing non oh it's because they're banned because it's containing a non-nutritive object in the food so our kinder eggs when you open them the toy is on one side of the egg container and the candy is on the other side actual kinder eggs the candy is around the toy and we can't do that in the united states we can't put non-nutritive things in the candy uh, you, mm -hmm. you can't you can't sell unpasteurized or raw milk in the United States, but it's not in all of the United States. There are some states that allow it, some states that don't. Would it be like uh, um like Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and such? I have no idea on the states that allow it. I just know that it's not something that you can just buy everywhere. Um, we have talked about this cheese before, the Casu Marzu, which is that maggot cheese <laughs> that's found in Italy. You can't uh -huh. you, you can't buy that here. I think it's foie illegal gras. there too, though. Mm -hmm. Now, foie gras is on this list, but foie gras is also not banned in the totem of the United States, just in certain states. Um, and what is that? Fattened goose liver. So how foie gras is produced, I think, is abhorrent, and I don't enjoy foie gras anyway. But basically, these geese are kept in like really tight cages, and the only thing that they can do is move their neck up. And so they're their their beaks will hang out of this cage and a tube shoves food down their throat and it it's in such quantities that it causes their liver to become gargantuan right so a normal duck a normal goose liver is probably about the size of my vape a foie gras would be probably like that big so it's like 10 I times i don't like geese much but that's that is so sad and they just the food apparently is delicious because the the geese can't get enough of it, but it's literally piped into their stomach via a tube. I can understand oh. why that's illegal. Um, um, achy fruit, um, or achy fruit, I don't know how to say a c k e e, is the national fruit of Jamaica, which is not fully ripe, can contain high levels of hypoglycin A and B. Consequently, the fresh fruit is banned, but you can purchase canned versions of it now. I wonder what it tastes like. Um, you can buy canned versions of it. Um, shark fins are banned in the United States because of cruel method of acquiring them. Puffer right. fish, um, puffer fish is, yeah, mm -hmm. it's not banned entirely. You are just not allowed to sell it unless you have certain licensings, per, you know, permitting you to produce the. Let's say the, you know what the hell you're doing. The fugu, yes, yes, the pufferfish fugu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so that's that's the main stuff from the United States that, or from around the world that we can't really consume or purchase in the United States. But with the birth of the internet and Amazon, I'm sure you can find a lot of it. I'm not sure what the import or export laws are, but those are just things we're not going to be able to find in the grocery store because of reasons. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't feel like a lot of those reasons are very valid considering the shit that we feed our citizens in this country. Um, Does Detroit have clean drinking water yet? Flint. Yeah. Oh, Flint. Flint. Sorry. Right. Wrong place. I'm sorry. 
you know, are we still putting plastic in our food? Absolutely. Are we still putting wood in our food? Absolutely. Are we still using dyes and chemicals in our food for preservatives? Absolutely. You know, but heaven forbid there's a little toy inside of a fucking egg. Okay. Um, it's time for a soapbox. These are these are a list of common foods. This was produced, uh, this article was published um, today, actually, on stacker.com. Common U.S. foods that are banned in other countries, right? Mm -hmm. Farm-raised salmon is number one. Farm-raised salmon is banned in other countries. Hmm. Um, you know, people, I love salmon. I prefer wild-caught salmon, but sometimes you just can't get wild-caught salmon, so you have to get farm-raised salmon. Now, in the United States, <clears throat> we put a chemical in our farm-raised salmon called um, astaxanthin, which gives it its coral color. It's banned for this chemical is banned in consumption in countries like Australia and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Because it, um, hang on, let me see if I, if it gives it, okay, it's a petrochemical. And the reasons why it's banned is because potential health risks, potential health risks. Um, and is there anything else we can find on it right now? No, there's not. But that's because of potential health risks, and we feed it to our citizens. How does how how is salmon salmon colored otherwise? Um, there well, salmon is a lot like tuna. You have varying degrees of color when it comes to salmon. Most of it is going to be a coral color, but it's not going to always be the bright orange that we see in our grocery stores. Oh, I right. follow. So they make it bright orange. With that chemical. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I follow. Um, I thought it was I mean, a flamingo salmon, scenario. Well, salmon also has, you know, they have varying shades. You can get pink salmon, you can get orange salmon, you know, but we mass produce farm-raised salmon. We want it all to look the same. I follow. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> okay. The next thing that is banned in other countries that comes from the United States is dairy with the RBST or RBGH hormones, um, which are artificial hormones that stimulate milk production. The FDA says there's no difference in the milk produced by cows treated with the hormone, but countries like Canada and those in the European Union have banned it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I think that, well, milk, eh, eh, I can only speak for American milk. But there's a lot of times that, you know, and they say they catch it. They say that, you know, they're super good at grading and making sure everything is safe. But there are cows that have infections that lactate that infection into these milks. You never know what you're getting between the hormones, the infections, and the the um, drugs that they give the cows to prohibit them getting, in you know, infections, all these antibiotics and all this other kind of stuff that is in our farm-raised food you just don't you just don't know what you're getting. Do I still drink the milk? Absolutely. Why? Because I'm not going to spend six dollars a gallon for that organic nonsense that you have to go to whole paycheck and purchase. You know what I mean? I'm going to go to my local Kroger, Publix, whatever, and buy me a gallon of milk for three dollars and fifty cents. But that's also where we're at with life. The more something is fucked with in this country, the cheaper it is. And that's also a problem I have with our food in this country. You can go to McDonald's and get a burger for 99 cents, but a salad's going to cost you $5. Are you kidding me? We'll get more onto that in my speculations on that later. Mountain Dew 
is also banned in the European Union and Japan because it contains brominated vegetable oil as an emulsifier. So brominated vegetable oil is um, made with bromine, which makes things like it makes things like flame retardants. Mm-hmm. Oh. Element found in brominated flame retardants. Mm-hmm. And we also put it in our flour here in the United States too, by the way, our brominated wheat flour. Mm-hmm. We sure do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, it is found in brominated flame, re- flame retardants, which can build up in the body and potentially lead to memory loss as well as skin and nerve problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, is what is what is the meat tenderizer? Uh, there is a um 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 um, um, um Of course, you put me on the spot like that. I forget the the Romy? word. Um, hang on. Mm, oh, I remember. It's a fucking enzyme. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. What's it called? This is the waiting music. We're playing elevator songs. Do you want me to tell you a story in the meantime that was related to being found in a box? Sure, let's do that. Okay, so um, when I was little, my sister would um, antagonize me and she would tell me that I was found in a box that I was an alien. And that my parents felt so bad for me, they ripped off my antenna and they kept me. Mm. Um, and then when I was about 16 years old, I was putting on makeup in the bathroom. And I have what's called preauricular uh, sinus pits. Mm-hmm. But is a hole that's like right near your ear, the top of your ear. Um, but it's like a, a gill or, or I don't know what it's related to. But it's like a, a hole um, that was never fully closed in you know the development in in the stomach um but anyway i found that i have those on both sides of my head so i said oh my god my sister was right i was an alien um and my parents kept me after they found me in a box i think you told me this story when we were doing something with your dad when we were doing um a the ghost the haunted um episode where we were talking about haunted attractions that's still a really cool story um, in other news, I remember what that shit was called that you're talking about. It's yes. bromelain, not bromelain. And it's from pineapples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an enzyme mm-hmm. found in pineapples. Although more popularly, we use papain, which comes from papaya in our meat tenderizers. Like if you buy it from a Cormix or whatever, it's going to contain the papaya enzyme and not so much the pineapple one. But okay. it's not the same thing as bromine, right? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Right, right. Okay. Now that we're on that same page. Um, and you also can't per they, we don't chicken that is chlorinated is banned in the European Union. Um, because apparently there are some chicken producers that will um wash their chicken in chlorine to reduce its risk of spreading disease and illnesses like salmonella. This practice is banned in the United Kingdom and the European Union because it promotes unsanitary farming practices. Delicious. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Doesn't that just make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside? That that's the chicken that we're eating. Mm-hmm. So good. 
So good. I don't know what, I don't know what's left to eat. <laughs> so let me tell you what I do. And they say to you and every, even like chefs will say, washing your chicken is not necessary. Baby girl, I wash my chicken. I wash my chicken. I don't like soap it, but like I, I no, hot I use, water. I use vinegar or I'll use lemon juice, sometimes lemon juice and vinegar if I'm feeling froggy. Um, but yeah. So make sure you, you like wash your chicken because they say it's sanitary, but they use chlorine a lot of the time. And the reason why they use chlorine is because that chicken is growing in some funky environments, right? Mm -hmm. um, meat with, with ractopamine is banned in um, 160 countries, including the U European Union, Russia, and China. What kind of meat is it? Any it's, kind of meat? Farmers use ractopamine to increase lean muscle growth in livestock, including 40, for si 40 to 60% of the pigs produced in the United States. Shit, I just need that for me. Hello. Um, and China, the European Union, Russia banned the use of this drug in meat production. 160 nations around the world, but not the United States. Right. Uh, but don't send us an egg that's got a toy in Toy in it. Hello. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Little Debbie Swiss cake rolls <gasps> Not the are banned. Um, they have been banned in a lot of the world, but they're now permitted in the, U in the European Union. However, they have to be labeled with carry warnings because they have chemicals in them that can cause adverse effects in children. These are food dyes, yellow five and red 40. Um, no such warning is required on food in the United States, but Norway and Austria have banned the chocolate treats outright. You cannot sell them in Austria or Norway because of yellow five and red 40. If I'm totally honest though, we really don't ever buy little Debbie anything. I don't anymore, but when I was a when I was a young one, we had the little Debbie, um, uh, mama, 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 the Swiss rolls. We called them ho hos, and then we had yeah. the ding dong. Uh, uh, ho hos, yeah, and ding dong, the ding dongs. But they're but here's the here's the thing. They're all the exact same thing. Okay, they Isn't are that? right. So Arby's, they have the meat. The fast food chain uses a chemical called azo azodicarbonide which is a whitening agent and dough conditioner in its baked goods although its use is decreasing in the united states because of concerns of carcinogens the fda still permits it it is banned in europe so arby's sourdough breakfast bread their croissant and the french toast sticks are banned in europe because of this azodicarbonide can we talk about Arby's for a minute? Yeah, let's talk about it. I used to really love to eat Arby's, right? Mm -hmm. And within the last, like this was when I was a kid. And within the last few years, it is a hit or miss scenario with Arby's that affects my, uh, affects my um, food peculiarities. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Um, because I can either have a delicious roast beef sandwich, right? That is like, oh, chef's kiss. Or I can wind up that has multicolors in it, is weird texturally, and it ruins it for I can't have an Arby sandwich for well, years. I, I can explain why that's happening to you, but it will actually completely 
prohibit you from ever eating an Arby's roast beef sandwich again. That's probably okay. okay. Let's let's do it. So Arby's meat, much like a lot of our deli meat sold in the United States, is actually not just roasted beef. Okay. They take parts of the beef and they puree it and they add additives to it that are meat glues and then they steam it and it coagulates. So sometimes it doesn't get mixed thoroughly enough and you get inconsistent color, inconsistent texture, and all of that kind of nummy numminess. It fucks me up. It fucks me up. Like if I see that is what I open my sandwich before I eat it. And if that's what it looks like, I'm like, no, okay, well, yep. I just wasted my money on that. And so like hot dogs, bo- hot dogs, bologna, deli turkey, deli ham, all of them are produced exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Okay, well. That was a sarcastic statement. The delicious part was sarcastic, but yeah. I, I caught the sarcasm, but I have to be honest with you. Um, I'm weird about hot dog weenies too, but um. Nathan's is usually okay. I can usually do Nathan's. Um, and then I had a really delicious ballpark weenie recently. And so we eat hot dogs very, very rarely. But those are the two brands that I make my husband do. I don't know if they're good or bad, but those are the ones that don't flare my dislike button. Right. So I'll give you a, um, I'll give you a little bit of a I'll give you a bit of advice. If I ever eat a hot dog, which is probably once a decade, because I am not a fan of hot dogs. Hebrew National is where it's at. Really? I don't mm-hmm. know that I've ever had them. So kosher food um, is produced a certain way. It's manufactured a certain way. The animals are slaughtered a certain way. And, you know, a rabbi oversees the entire process. And so the food is cleaner for you in many circumstances and they don't use a lot of the fuckery that the rest of the food utilizes it's all beef there's no pork in those hot dogs because of course pork is not kosher but those are a better quality hot dog if you're going to eat hot dogs okay i'll Mm -hmm. i'll remember this um what were the deli meats um Mm -hmm. i really do like ham um i don't really eat much of like deli turkey i'm not a turkey person i like ham but um we do ingest spam sometimes spam fried spam because i'm southern fried spam with extra mayonnaise lettuce and tomato salt and pepper that is a whole ass sandwich and if you're feeling real froggy add a slice of that plastic american cheese too okay let's talk about american cheese i like american Mm -hmm. cheese In like, if you were to cut it like an eighth of its size and put it on my burger, just so that I know that there's American cheese on my burger, because like, I don't like it without cheese. But that is the only scenario where American cheese, in my opinion, is an acceptable cheese. I had ordered an omelet from um, IHOP. I got egg whites and it was going to be delicious and it was fatty and restaurant made if you call it that. But anyway, I didn't make it and it was going to be good because I didn't make it. But then I put stupid American cheese and nowhere did I say to put American cheese on it. But it was cheddar cheese and then there was American cheese. And I was like, who the fuck made my omelet? Listen, I'm getting emotional about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm coming. 
I the only time I use American cheese, honestly, is for shit like fried bologna, fried spam, and grilled cheese sandwiches. Because I don't know what it is about the melting of an American cheese, American craft single between two slices of delicately mayonnaise bread that is fried to crispy perfection, that it's just something about it. And I can get down with a brie and apple grilled cheese panini, or I can get down with the the cheddar and the pepper jacks and all that kind of stuff. But there is just something about American Craft Singles or Velveeta. Velveeta makes a tasty grilled cheese too, might I add. I was going to say grilled cheese, but you know, I have a thing with, with grilled cheeses too. My husband knows how to make it to my perfect food peculiarity standard, <laughs> which is you're going to butter the bread, right? And then I want one slice of cheese. That's it. Just one. And even that might be too much. And smoosh it as flat as it can go. See, I slather I'm sorry. Mayonnaise. I'm broken. I'm so it's broken. Okay. No, hey, you know, you like what you like. I don't make my grilled cheese anywhere like that. In fact, you would hate every ex, every part of my grilled cheese sandwich. When I'm making just a grilled cheese at home, I use a Texas toast, number one. Number two, I use Duke's mayonnaise instead of butter. It's, crit- it's crispier. I don't, I don't think I would hate that. It's crispier, okay and crunchier, and it's got so much more just oomph. And then I use either sliced Velveeta or Kraft American Singles in my grilled cheese. And then I dip that shit in chili, tomato soup, potato soup, whatever the fuck I'm dipping it in. And it's delightful. I like mm-hmm. the notion of a grilled cheese and tomato soup. Mm-hmm. But I think we, I might. I would be okay with Dukes. I would be okay with Dukes. That sounds delicious. But I am, I'm so weird about cheeses and I can get grossed out from eating cheese real quick. Um, But you know what I don't get grossed out with eating is feta, gorgonzola. Mm, I love, I love provolone. I, I can sit with provolone. I like those too. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I like Gouda much. I'm not a huge fan. Oh, by the way. By the way, I am 37 years old. We're fixing to turn 38. I'm a professional chef and have been for almost 20 years. And I was like last week years old when I found out we say Gouda completely incorrectly. How do you say it? It's Howda. Howda? Mm-hmm. Howda. Mm-hmm. How the fuck there, did they get that? It's Dutch. Oh. I'm sorry for any Dutch listeners. Uh, I didn't mean right. to be. But there might be a slight <laughs> phlegm. There might be a slight phlegm Huda. in the inflection. I don't know. I don't speak Dutch, but it's the way I was told it was Huda or Howda. Howda. Howda cheese. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? While I don't care for Howda. I don't either. It, 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 to me, even smoked Gouda, like just has this weird rancid milk flavor and it's yeah. not even a it's not even a pleasant like stinky cheese flavor like blue cheese um i love gorgonzola i love feta uh, they, those are those are appropriately twangy but gouda just has a rancid milk flavor and i just i can't it's weird it's like it should like be it. something else but then they messed up and so here's yeah gouda. I, I, i'm not a fan my cousin loves it i Ooh. just uh, thank you, not for me. Um, but Gorgonzola, mm-hmm. when I go to McAllister's, um, they have a Savannah chopped salad, which is, um, it's got some little fruit pieces in it. It's got chicken and it's got Gorgonzola. And I always ask for extra Gorgonzola. Or I ask for extra cheese and they're like, what kind of cheese? I'm like, Gorgonzola. 
That's what it comes with. I want extra of what it comes with. Right. Don't add extra shit um, to it. I don't go to McAllister's because they refuse to bring back the muffaletta. So I haven't eaten at McAllister's in so long. Right. But if you yeah. don't eat there, they'll go out of business and then we'll never get it back. Um, well, um, let's take a moment. McAllister's bring back um, the muffaletta. Because let's talk about the muffaletta for a second, because there's another sandwich place that I still have beef with because they they haven't rectified the motherfucking problem. What okay? did they reach out to you about? I have yet to figure that out. Shut your mouth. Shut your whore lips. Oh, my Not God. Are you serious? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my okay. God. So about a month ago, I was jonesing for doordash because let's face it i cook every day all day and it's only been recently that i started cooking again for tiktok so like i ordered door i kept doordash in business let's be all the way real and i had searched for muffaletta for a lot because it's just not local i couldn't find anything local and all of a sudden which witch showed me an advertisement that they were featuring a muffaletta sandwich and you know me and my love for muffaletta and i'm like i'm getting it okay so they showed me a delightful picture, and I'm, I'll send you the picture so we can add it to this if if and you want to. No, wait, I might have. Oh, Lord, we don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I might have deleted the pictures already because I made the video. And you if know, you whatever. want to know what he's talking about, go go search his profile and find the video. I made, the private, I made the video private because they had reached out to me. I'm getting ready to make it public again. Anyway, so let's get let's get down to it. So okay, I, I, I ordered the extra big and super huge in, right? They call it the super, right? Because I wanted, and not only am I hefty and I enjoy a lot of food because I'm hefty, but I wanted two meals out of it because I love the muffaletta so much. You're a growing and, boy. Right. Well, sure. Um, and um, I wanted it for dinner that night and potentially breakfast the next morning. Right. Mm -hmm. So I ordered the big one. It was like 20 bucks for this fucking sandwich. OK, that was prior to delivery and tip. It was like right. $17 pre-tax for the sandwich. OK, Okay. let me ask you a question, though. Mm -hmm. Did you by chance look and see if that price is different on DoorDash than it is if you were to walk into the restaurant? Um, it's within pennies. It's within okay. pennies. Yeah, okay. within pennies. Either way, it's like seventeen or eighteen dollars after taxes in the state of Ohio, right? So <clears throat> I was like, I'm gonna get me a big beefy sandwich. Lord have mercy. The picture they sent me that they advertised with was huge. I'm like, hell yeah. So of course, when you're ordering things from Witch Witch, especially on DoorDash, I've never actually stepped foot inside of a Witch Witch sandwich place, so I don't know how the ordering process works in person however on doordash it gives you a list of things that you can add and some of them are free right you can add extra cheese for this price add extra meat for this price and lettuce tomatoes you can add all these things to it and i'm like no i want the muffaletta the way it comes because i like the muffaletta so i opted not to add anything to the sandwich i did not take anything off the sandwich as it was listed i didn't take anything off i just didn't add anything and when i tell you when the DoorDash driver handed me the bag and it felt like the bag was empty, I thought I was being punked. I thought I thought that it was a joke. They messed something up. When I tell you, including the bread, it was hold on, this. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Did, let's do a what what should a muffaletta look like? Well, I don't know. Muffaletta. I don't want to do uh -huh. that because the bread okay. would be completely different. The bread would be completely different because a traditional well, muffaletta. Typically yeah. the insides. Yes, yeah, so it's going to have ham, mm -hmm. salami, salami, like a Genoa ham, 
uh, original with salami, a capicola ham type vibe, provolone cheese, and olive salad. Okay, yes. like an olive and it is that's outside how much, but it is an overwhelmingly huge sandwich. Typically, they're the, the meat and cheese and stuff is this thick. Typically, it's a it's a good sandwich. When I tell you that which which uses. They're, they make subs, right? So the bread is already pretty thick. When I tell you that including the bread, the sandwich was this thick, I am not even kidding you. There was like a slice of ham, a slice of salami, and we know how thin salami is, and a slice of cheese and like a tablespoon of fucking olive salad on the sandwich. And they charged me $20 for this sandwich. <clears throat> and I called them and they were like, this is wrong. You should have added free stuff to it to make it more substantial. And I lost no, my mind. No, I shouldn't have. No, it's and a, so it right. I, the company reached out to me because I made a video and I'm like, get your shit together. And then uh, they got my contact info and crickets. I've heard nothing. So that is what it the is. Whole which state which... of New Orleans. The whole state of New Orleans. <laughs> the whole state of Louisiana. I'm sorry. My brain was somewhere else. The whole state of Louisiana needs to attack which which as if it is some kind of culinary smackdown. Bobby Flay needs to be there. Mm -hmm. Bobby Flay from New York. Don't invoke Bobby Flay and things that don't concern him. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Um, Jada needs to get in because she sounds like she's got some kind of note about something. No, no, not Jada. Um, Emerald Lagasse, sure. Okay, Emerald. Bam. Bam. Um, you know, so long ago. Mm -hmm. Oh God, that hurts my bones. He was uh, on the board of directors of one of the culinary school I got my associates at. He burnt grilled cheese in front of God and everyone. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But that was. Um... <laughs> He's going to reach out to you too, but you're going to hear crickets. <laughs> but Take that was down like, that video. That was like 20 years ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, so that was my muffaletta sandwich story. And McAllister's, I need you to bring yours back because yours was perfect. God bless it. I'm telling you. It was perfect. It was absolutely delicious. It is the only place outside of the state of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana. The city of New Because I already fucked it up once. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Just go with it. That <laughs> made muffalettas right. You know what? This would be really cool if we hit somebody's nerve and they make a muffaletta and they're like, fuck all them other people. We're going to send you muffalettas so that you can see how delicious ours are. Please uh. do that. Yes, I'll, I'll I give think you my phone number. I think there is no other place that makes muffalettas right. You can prove us wrong. Uh huh. Hello. Prove, prove <laughs> me wrong. Be warned. I, it's my favorite sandwich. Okay. So anyway, back to what the fuck we were talking about. Did you know that Frosted Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, and Rice Krispies um, are banned in Japan and the European Union? I didn't know that, but why? It contains it B BHT which is a flavor enhancer, and it has long been studied for its potential carcinogenic properties. Although the evidence is so far inconclusive, but it is still banned in Japan and the European Union. Tony the Tiger. It's great if you want to keep the people in your country sick. <laughs> we don't really eat those. Uh, we like um, Cheerios. Those are heart healthy. Oh, uh, raisin bran. We do, we do like raisin bran. Right, because your children are fifty five years old. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Elena does love it. Mm -hmm. I can see it though. Yeah, mm -hmm. she might be fifty five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee mate. Coffee mate. <clears throat> um, is um, 
banned in countries such as Switzerland, Austria, Hungary, Iceland, Norway, and Denmark. Because Why? It, it contains um, trans fats like partially hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oils, which are linked to heart disease and are officially banned in the U.S. as of June 18, 2018. However, they still linger in the U.S. food supply. There are also mandatory limits on trans fats in these countries, which is why Coffee Mate was not available in those countries. Goodness. So should I throw out my Coffee Mate? Just look on the label and make sure that there is no partially hydrogenated soybean or cottonseed oil. Mm -hmm. Mm, Delicious. Stovetop stuffing is um, banned in the United Kingdom, Japan, and several other European countries because it has a mix of preservatives like BHA and BHT, which are suspected to be carcinogenic and impair blood clotting. (sighs) I do not want to knock anybody because at a time I was a single mother and I don't know people's reasons for buying stove top box stuffing, but baby, if that's how you want your stuffing, if that's how if that's how you are able to convey a a sentiment to your family, to yourself, do it. But like, also don't don't need to clot your blood. Um, um, so, I don't make stuffing. I rely on my mother in law stuffing because right. Um, so, that shit's fire. Right. So there is. I don't know. I grew up poor. I mean, poor, 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 poor. Yeah. And so things like Hamburger Helper, which I suspect we're going to talk about later. I haven't really looked down this list too Oh, that makes my heart hurt, too, because we did, too. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was banned everywhere. Because um, <laughs> there's nothing natural about Hamburger Helper. I don't care what you say. Um, yeah. But I grew up on stovetop stuffing. Okay. And so that's like a flavor profile that was like ingrained in me since birth. Mm-hmm. And there is something special about a drunken night out coming home to a box of stovetop stuffing, a jar of turkey gravy, and a biscuit. I don't know what it is. That sounds so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I could totally make that all from scratch. No problem. But like, there's something about it getting it ready in less than 10 minutes that just is just makes me tickle pink. I love it. And mm-hmm. it's so tasty. I don't know. Whatever. You can blame the booze. Don't blame me. Anyway, um, drumstick frozen dairy desserts. Um, uh-huh. We uh-huh. do like those. The, the adverse effects have caused the European Union to limit it. To limit it. Okay, hang on. So drumsticks uses carrageen for texture in its ice cream, but the additive that is derived from seaweed can affect the human digestive system. The adverse effects have caused the European Union to limit its production like baby food in products like baby food. Mm. So uh Skittles. Skittles are are banned in um, um, or they don't sell them because they contain things that are banned and other things in the in the European Union. So like yellow number five, yellow number six, and red 40, these dyes have been known to have adverse effects in young children. They are banned in foods for infants in the European Union, and foods that contain the dyes must carry a warning label. Norway and Austria have banned them completely. Hmm. Isn't that What's your delicious? favorite uh, Skittle? Um... See, I liked them back in the day when they had lime instead of that green apple nonsense. That green apple is terrible. I hate it. Ugh. 
But when they were the classic Skittles with the lime, that. But I also like the spicy ones. The spicy ones are super tasty. Um, uh, my favorite is the the yellow and the green. Um, but I agree with you about the the lime. Yeah, lime was better. But if I have a specific flavor I like, I like the grape. I like grape a lot. And orange. Mm-hmm. I love I love artificial orange. So like orange jelly beans, orange starburst, orange um, Skittles, orange sweet tarts, all the fake orange. I like it. I don't know what it is. I like it. And if it's sour, even better. Um, <clears throat> you have the smoothie ones? Or the tropical flavored had, ones? I have not had those. I've had the midnight ones, yeah. the ones that are like blackberry and blueberry and dark raspberry they're pretty tasty yeah i like the sour ones too the sour ones are pretty good i'm not a sour person actually that's really weird coming out of my mouth because i love olives i love pickles but like i think i'm a i'm a salty sour person as opposed to a sweet sour person i just right i I can only eat like three or four of them before my tongue freaks out like when i eat pineapple for example my tongue just freaks all the way out um but i enjoy it um, wheat thins um, utilize BHT to pro to um, keep freshness, and it's banned in the United Kingdom, Japan, and parts of Europe. Mm. Um, Gatorade, because it contains food dyes like yellow number five and yellow number six, they're banned in Norway and Austria, but have to have a warning label pretty much everywhere else. I think Gatorade is repulsive. Repulsive. It tastes like what I feel like sweat and candy mixed together would taste like and i just can't fuck with it at all mm-hmm. no thank you pop tarts yeah not the pop tarts again they are deemed safe to eat in the united states but they contain yellow number five yellow number six and red 40 which as i've been saying over and over and over again the european union requires a warning label but they are per- partially banned for small children but do you know what i got i got to thinking about the other day <clears throat> do you remember the toaster strudels I do. They still sell them. Oh my God. At mm-hmm. some point in my adulthood, I forgot that they existed. And like, I am so sad that I've wasted those years that I could have been eating them. You know what are better than those though? If you buy the breakfast sandwich ones, the ones that have like bacon, eggs, and cheese in them. Oh my God. Those are good. <sighs> Dip them in gravy. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. That triggers a memory about, do you remember the breakfast pizzas? Maybe oh, yeah. they were Red Baron. Maybe And they, they had were. that gravy. Yes, ma'am. Too hot. Uh, I've got to go to the grocery store. Actually, I should not go to the grocery store. That would be detrimental to our bank account. <laughs> I don't know what I have for dinner, but I'm so hungry um, right now. We were talking about this earlier. Bread tainted with potassium bromate. We were talking about that earlier um, because of um, the nervous system damage and kidney damage and all that kind of stuff. Um, Tostitos, salsa, con uh salsa con queso dip because it's got food additives yellow number five and number six that has to come with warning labels but it's banned in norway and australia um ritz crackers for the same reason as coffee mate because of the hydrogenated cottonseed oil it's trans fats um and that again is phasing out here in the united states as well Um, i eat ritz in two two settings um with Moroccan is that what is that how you say it Moroccan ramen I don't know I don't I don't I I call it uh, Moroccan is what I call it Mm -hmm. um so we would have growing up we would have some ramen if we were it was a dirt poor night or we were not feeling well 
We'd have mm-hmm. just chicken ramen and then we would have Ritz crackers with peanut butter or Ritz with cheddar cheese. Um, so that's one of the scenarios that I like Ritz or the other scenario is when I eat oysters in the can. I do eat canned smoked oysters. I love that for you. I like mine with mustard. Yeah. I don't like mustard on mine, but you know, I also am having a, an adult taste change. So maybe Mm -hmm. I would like it. I don't know. I like, see, I eat sardines the same way on crackers with mustard. Mm -hmm. I can I can't do sardines. I can't. It's a visual. It's a visual thing. That's yeah, totally. I don't. I'm not saying you should try it. I'm just saying I eat them the same way as oysters. Mm -hmm, Sure do. Um, Betty Crocker fudge brownie mix. Again, this is changing in the U.S. because we did just pass that law, but they contained hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oil. Um, Pillsbury pie crust. Oh no! Um, it's banned in the United Kingdom, Japan, and parts of the European Union because of both BHA and BHT, because they're carcinogenic and impair blood clotting. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, raspberry Jello because of red number forty. High fructose corn syrup. Um, Let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about what, it. Why? We went through the phase of high fructose corn syrup is so bad for you and then they were like it's not so bad well what is it the first thing you have to understand about advertisements okay they can't outright lie to you but yes the fuck they can okay so high fructose corn syrup is safe in small doses right much like any kind of sugar is safe in moderation but Corn syrup is made in such a way that it's all chemical, right? And high fructose corn syrup specifically is made from pure fructose and sugar, which your body automatically craves when you start using it. And it leads to things like obesity, type 2 diabetes. And we put it in fucking everything in the United States. High fructose corn syrup is in everything. So we're not getting moderation. It's in um, our beverages, our cereals, our breads, our fucking um, ice creams, and everything that's got any kind of sweetness to it will have corn syrup in it. And so we don't get the moderation. That's why we, part of the reason why we have such a high diabetes rate in the United States, high obesity in the United States, is because our food is pumped full of these chemicals that keep us fat and unhealthy. And it's coming back for more. Right. And so like that, and we also have a food disparaging problem in the United States where food has become so expensive that healthy, nutritious food is out of reach for a lot of people. So a lot of people don't have the ability to purchase fresh fruits, vegetables, salads, you know, organic everything that doesn't contain high fructose corn syrup. A lot of us have to buy the cheaper alternatives, which are full of chemicals, full of preservatives, full of sugar, and full of fats. And so it is my belief, and this is purely speculation, this is not founded on any kind of fact, So whatever, but I am of the belief that because our healthcare system in the United States is for profit, it would be un, it would be impossible for our 
Food and Drug Administration to make our food healthier to eat because then it would cut out the profits from the healthcare system. If our healthcare system remains for profit, we're not going to see a health increase in the citizens because it would be counterproductive to the most money-making pyramid scheme in the world, which is the American pharmaceutical companies. So when you see things like all of these things being banned in other countries, oftentimes they have socialized health care where the government is taking care of the sick, the elderly, and they don't want that to be a significant portion of the population. But in the United States, where hospitals create customers, not cures, our food is going to keep us sick and our food is going to be continued to be chock full of all of this bullshit. Why, why heal the population when you're going to lose money in the process? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if in the United States, medicine and healthcare become more socialized, we will see a direct change in our food production and the quality of the food that we have access to. I guarantee it. Because what will happen is if our hospitals and our medical system cease the private sector and become funded by the government, the government will not want to take care of as many sick people as it currently does, as the healthcare system currently does. But will that ever happen? Never say never. I highly doubt it will happen, but never say never. But I'm I'm telling you, if we get private health, if we get um, socialized health care, our food will be better. It will correlate almost exactly. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. <clears throat> and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a socio-political scientist or nothing like that. I'm a chef and I know what kind of food I get. Re- I receive from manufacturers to cook for people. And I also know like what food does to the human body. And I'm here to tell you, when the government starts footing the bill for everybody's health care, they're not going to have this shit in our food. Yeah. They just won't. <clears throat> that's my little soapbox anyway that took a lot longer than i thought it would um but yeah <laughs> so you know i mean let's eat speaking of which would you like a sneak peek into the menu i'm planning for valentine's day for of the course I do. for the for the workplace because you know i'm the chef and i get to pick the menu of course i do our appetizers are going to be a caesar salad with romaine lettuce you know the usual caesar salad uh-huh. And then we're going to have a mixed, a spring mix salad with grilled peaches. <gasps> Shut up. Is candied there a cheese pe- on it? I'm getting to that. Candied, pe- candied pecans, feta cheese, <gasps> and a grapefruit tarragon vinaigrette. Shut your whore lips. That sounds delicious. Delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm then- I'm on the way. And then, of course, shrimp cocktail, because the old folks like the shrimp cocktail. I don't know. Um, And then um, our entrees, we're going to have five entrees that you can choose from. We're going to have beef tender, roasted beef tenderloin with an onion gravy. Delectable. We're going to have lobster ravioli with with a lemon cream sauce. Oh, we're going to have cranberry and balsamic glazed salmon. Can you pick more than one? I mean, if you want to pay for two entrees, absolutely. I would want to pay for five. And then <laughs> <laughs> tenderloin, pasta, salmon. Um, we're going to have um, 
Tuscan chicken. Delectable. Which is going to be like a Parmesan cream sauce with artichoke, sun-dried tomatoes, lots of Ah. Uh. Uh. Uh, I know. Um, and then um, we're going to have a New York strip, a 12-ounce New York strip. And I'm making a red wine compound butter for it. Oh, God. And then we're Are gonna you going have... to cut holes into your steak so that you can put butter in it? And then cut a butthole in the center for the egg? No. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That that video pissed me off is what it did. It pissed me off. A um, special tool to, to spin the egg. Jesus Christ on a cracker. And it didn't even fucking scramble it like she said it, it was going to. It did not even scramble it. Gave what it a headache. Ugh, gave me a <laughs> headache. That's what it did. First thing in the morning. Lord have mercy. Um, You're welcome. It's, I send it with love. I know you do. I know you do. And I know you want my reaction, which is why I do them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, for this, everybody gets the same vegetables because I'm just one man. We're going to have um, glazed carrots. And garlic mashed potatoes. Um, the pastas are not going to come with mashed potatoes or the vegetables. Of course, it's just the ravioli. But the rest of the entrees are going to have garlic mashed potatoes and glazed carrots. And then um, the desserts, we're going to have a New York style cheesecake with a mixed berry compote. We're going to have a chocolate bread pudding with a bourbon caramel. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're gonna have a blueberry blue cheese creme brulee. I don't <laughs> even know what that would taste like, but I bet it is so good. Mm-hmm. My tongue—I've never been so—I have never been so financially stable to try whatever that was that you just explained. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be delicious. It's like the Viennetta ice cream of like the '90s. <laughs> like oh my god, it looks so good, but I could never afford it. Mm. And that's the Valentine's Day dinner that we're having. Um, oh, work. Okay, yeah. so question. Are, uh-huh. are any of the people that attend this club going to bring their spouses? They every Everyone brings their spouse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful then. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking it was just going to be a bunch of single, single no. rich. No, and we usually have like a, some kind of a string band or a violinist or something playing How music. Cute. Um, I think we're going to have a harpist this year. I think there's going to be someone playing a harp. I this love, year. The harp. I mm-hmm. love the harp. And then we decorate the dining room in reds and um, burgundies, and there's roses everywhere. Oh, how um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love your spooky old building where you work. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. The ghosts are going to love it. Love it. Oh, my God. They they love it every year. Yeah. They're so going to love it so big. That's the menu for that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's like you're a professional chef or something. It's, yeah, it's like I do the damn thing. Like, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. Okay, tell me what the blueberry thing was again. It's a blueberry uh, blue cheese creme brulee. Oh my God. So basically a creme brulee is a custard. Right. Right. And you're going to, so, you're going to burn it. I'm going to br- caramelize. Caramelize. Right. Brulee is actually the verb too. You're going to brulee it. But so it's going to have fresh blueberries in the custard and then just a pinch of blue cheese not enough to be like oh this is blue cheese but enough to give it like a little bit of a salty 
a little salty like vibe to the okay. super sweet creme brulee and then we and then we bake it right and then it comes out of the oven we chill it let it get completely cold and set and we sprinkle sugar on top and then use a, a torch and brulee the sugar mm -hmm. oh my god mm -hmm. delightful mm -hmm. it's gonna be so good the words and the thoughts that i have right now are highly inappropriate <laughs> oh so yeah that's the menu for that I'm very excited for that dinner it's a stressful and annoying ass dinner but it's probably my favorite of the year because the rest of them um that i that we put on i can tweak some things but some of them have been going on for 70 years and their menus are kind of like their menus sitting stone yeah yeah like like the lobster dinner for example where we cook like 100 oh. lobsters and like 30 new york strips they get green beans and baked potato yeah <laughs> you know what i mean there's not much i can do with that um the christmas dinner is pretty much i can change it around a bit but they it's a buffet and they want certain things on the buffet every single year yeah <laughs> but the valentine's day dinner and then we have like another one throughout the year where um they just want to have a social get together for the members and then i get to plan the the, the menu for that like one year we had uh fried chicken collard greens macaroni and cheese and sausage and chicken jambalaya mm. fried. you know they wanted a southern dinner they're like rob you're from <laughs> kentucky you can make us a southern dinner can you make some jambalaya I'm like, I'm from Kentucky, not Louisiana, but I'll give it a shot. You know what I mean? But so we did fried chicken, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, collard greens. We did um, uh, your cornbread. Well, we did cornbread and we had strawberry shortcake and I made the shortcakes and the strawberry stuff to go on top. It was delightful. So those are the fun things to get to do. So I'm really excited for the dinner. It's uh oh. Hi, group husband. Anyway, so that's that all I have. That is group child. That's group, oh, is that child. group child. Which one is that? That's the little one. I am. Anyway, so that's all I had. I mean, I just wanted to come and say hi and vibe with you for a little bit and put something for the podcast so that our loyal trifecta of awesomeness listeners <laughs> have something to hold them off for another two weeks or so until we reconvene on the more serious topic on our next episode. Bye. All right. Well, I'm starving, hungry, and this monkey. If y'all y'all can hear this laughter. All right. I hope that this will pacify you for a little bit longer, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We love y'all, sweet pumpkins. Stay safe and remember to fix your mouth. <laughs>